Well, February 4th is World Cancer Day. And this year it came with a familiar warning, similar to one we heard last year, but no less timely, from the Canadian Cancer Society about how the scale and the impact of the pandemic uh, continues to have dire consequences on people with cancer, from delayed diagnoses to delayed treatment to fear of going to hospitals to anxiety to isolation and many other things. All of the delayed treatment and delayed diagnoses, obviously, with life-threatening consequences. Joining me now with more is Stuart Edmonds. He's the Executive Vice President of Mission Research and Advocacy at the Canadian Cancer Society. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me on. Stuart, this is a familiar message on World Cancer Day today, familiar from last year's, but no less urgent about the impact the pandemic has been having on people with cancer. How challenging a year has it been? Well, it's it, it's been yeah another challenging year with um, with uh, delays in surgery, with uh, um, postponements of screening programs. It, it's meant that um, patients have been waiting for their 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 treatment to happen and. And that's created a lot of anxiety for the patients and their caregivers and and patients waiting for diagnoses as well. So a really, really concerning time. And and certainly, certainly at the Cancer Society, we're we're very we're deeply concerned about what's going on. I know, I know it can have a huge impact physically and mentally, but perhaps uh, physically, um, you've already indicated this year just what kind of impact it can have on people waiting for uh, waiting for diagnoses uh, waiting for treatment uh, what kind of impact it can have on their chances of survival well we we know that a study has recently shown that uh, just a four week delay in treatment of cancer can lead to a an increased risk of death of 10% so a significant change in, in a significant impact in just just a very a small delay and then even if, if we think about screening, the screening something like a colorectal cancer screening, um, a three-month suspension of a colorectal cancer screening program can lead to an increased number of diagnoses by 1,100 cases and with more than um, 480 cancer, colorectal cancer deaths in the Canadian population. So, it, it, you know, it, really the impact of, of delays and, and uh, suspensions of programs is, is is a is huge. It's a really huge impact. Uh, how does one, when one looks at how the healthcare system has been impacted by COVID, how do you, for the lack of a better word, how do you catch up? Well, this is what we're looking for for governments to really do and and really plan how that how how to catch up and you know what the recovery can be from the pandemic in terms of cancer care. Um, you know, we we know that right now the attention has to be on COVID. Um, you know, we 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 still have a pandemic we're dealing with, but we know that cancer doesn't cease to become life changing and life threatening at this time. So, retaining that priority on cancer, um, we're looking for the government to really um, to to not um, close down uh, important cancer surgeries and and cancer screening programs. And then to really plan out that recovery, how they can clear the backlog of of, uh, of on these programs, and because the, the concern is, you know, obviously if 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 surgeries aren't happening right now, that means that um, a patient's not getting the chance of the treatment they need at the time they need it. And then with screening programs that are suspended, um, what the, the huge concern is that that patients aren't being diagnosed at the time when it's um, uh, able to be treated effectively. So. 
we're we're predicting that in in future years we're going to get more diagnoses at later stages where it's simply not as easy to treat and survival will then go down. I'm speaking with Stuart Edmonds, Executive Vice President of Mission Research and Advocacy at the Canadian Cancer Society on this World Cancer Day. I mean, I think we've all noticed there, there is there is a certain desperation now with people with cancer because they can't get the treatment they want. We've seen more sort of GoFundMe campaigns, sort of people reaching out on Facebook, media stories even. Are you getting that sense as well that, that, uh, that people are finding it very difficult uh, to get through these times? Well, we, we hear through our, our programs um, that uh, um, the people are feeling forgotten at this time. And, uh, and we do actually have some programs. The Canadian Cancer Society has programs in place to actually support people as, a, as they're going through their cancer journey. So we have a helpline where people can understand how, how best to navigate through the healthcare system at this time. We also have a cancer connection program at uh, cancer.ca, Cancer Connection, that actually um, will connect um, patients uh, so they can share their stories and, and learn from one another and, and kind of come together as a, as to support one another. So, um, so we so we're, we're we're hearing the anxiety, we're hearing the frustration, um, and we're trying to put programs in place to really support patients in the time of need. Stuart, what what does a successful twenty twenty two look like? So that next year on February fourth, we're having a slightly different conversation, perhaps. Well, what we'd like to see is is really government progr- government plans in place to actually address the um, the backlogs that are, that have um, uh, arisen because of the delays in programs in the past, and so that that um, cancer patients are treated when they need to be treated and screened when they need to be screened. That's what we're looking for. Um, I think on the, uh, another side, I think is the the idea that the the, the um, Provincial governments should share data on backlogs as well in, in a timely fashion, so so the public is, is well informed of what the um, what the uh, delays are and the backlogs are. Are we not seeing that now? It, it, it's just taking a little time to get the data out. The benefit, I guess, then is just taking a bit of the. I mean, if you know what the weight is going to be, it lessens. I imagine it might lessen the anxiety a certain amount, so not not necessarily, but at least a bit of transparency would help um, help mm. calm some nerves. Yes. Um, the last thing I was going to ask is just about awareness in general. And, and I think a lot of different uh, organizations have been, have been, you know, struggling with this to a certain extent, understanding that the pandemic is at the forefront, but how much more difficult has it been um, to get your message across about the need for, for, for improvements to the healthcare system to treat people with cancer during this time? Uh, it, it, to be honest, it, it, it hasn't been very um, difficult. I think I think the healthcare system generally, from a from a practitioner level, they're you know they're working tirelessly to make sure the patients are are, are cared for in a way they need to be cared for. Um, you know, I, I I think one of the challenges we've we've been working through is is really encouraging patients to to um, to access the healthcare system when they need to, so when they actually have concerns about um, cancer to to go and see their, their healthcare provider or to go and have a follow-up appointment with their oncologist when they need to and don't be afraid of, of the healthcare system because there, there is a certain amount of risk um, that, that, that people are, are perceive that uh, can, um, interacting with the healthcare system at this time. But really, um, we're encouraging patients to go and go and see their doctors if they need to. Stuart Edmonds, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, so much, Ben.